0: chapter 8 John chapter 8 verses 28 through 33 I believe what Sister Rosem said and the songs that have been played will kind of tie right on in to what is going to happen this morning John chapter 8, verse 28 through 33, and this is how it reads. Then said Jesus unto them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall you know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself. But as my Father has taught me, I speak these things. And he that sent me is with me, The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. As he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed and we're never in bondage for any man to any man. How sayest thou, You shall make me free? You may be seated. This morning, Lord willing, we want to talk about freedom. Freedom. In some form or fashion. All of us have been striving to be free. Free from something or someone. If it ain't one thing, it's another. As soon as we've overcome one thing, it's something else. When we think we've reached the top, We only find that we have another hill to climb. Freedom is defined as liberty. It is to be released from slavery, confinement, or imprisonment. It is to be exempt from the power or control over another. It is to be unconstrained or unrestrained. Today, people think they are free, and they are not. Just because your body is not confined or restrained doesn't mean you're free. Freedom is not restricted only to body, but also in mind. If you think about it, if the mind is not free, the body cannot be free. If the body is not free, the mind does not have rest. Therefore, it is not free. True freedom is the rest of the body and mind. When a person is depressed, they will try to sleep to be free in mind. Let's look at some biblical situations. First... Adam was free. Then he ate of the forbidden fruit and lost his freedom from both body and mind. He became enslaved in the bond by sin. Israel was enslaved and in bondage for 400 years. Moses went to tell Pharaoh to let God's people go. After being freed, Pharaoh pursued to enslave them again. God freed them by drowning Pharaoh and his army in the Red Sea. But Israel went back into bondage for another 40 years. Mm -hmm. Daniel had freedom. He prayed with his window open three times daily, only to be restrained and put in the lion's den. He worship and praise God freely. Man will restrain you when you worship God. Amen. God will free you when you worship and give it to Him. Amen. Thank you, Lord. The Hebrew boys were free and did not bow down to the king. They were thrown into a fiery furnace, but God freed them by one of His angels. The restraint that Daniel experienced in the lion's den, God freed him and he never went back to it. The constraint that the Hebrew boys went through, God freed them and they never went back to it either. So when God frees you from your trial, from your dilemma, your persecution and tribulation, when God takes you out of your den and out of your furnace, Why go back? If you have been freed, if you have tasted and seen that the Lord is good, why would you go back into bondage? Listen, David said, before I was afflicted, I went astray. David also said, I will keep thy words. What about you? He said, the comfort in my affliction is your word has quickened me, and I have trusted in thy word. I will not forget thy word. Thy word, hath hid my, th- thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Where is the word in us today? Is it not in us, or if it is not in us, working in us, we are sinning against God. Amen. Proverbs sixteen eleven said this. As a dog returns to his vomit, so a fool returns to his folly. Yep. Amen. I'm going to say that again. Amen. As a dog returns to his vomit, so a fool returns to his folly. Mm. Don't return and be a fool. Stand fast. And be free as long as we are on this earth there will always be something we need to be freed from Amen. everybody wants to be free let's let let me let me talk about me for a moment and and if you can identify you can you can say man raise your hand or be quiet or whatever the case may be as i was growing up i couldn't wait to get out of school First, there was elementary. Oh, when I look back, good memories about elementary, but I still wanted to go. There were no good memories in junior high. You're too old to do what you did in elementary, and not old enough to what you want to do in high school. It's like free from one, but restricted from another. Now high school, the ultimate, Freedom. Oh, I'm grown. High school, I'm grown now. No more school. No more teachers. No more getting up early. No more studying. Oh, that's the ultimate. huh? That, that's what I want. College is not a requirement, but an option. I can do what I want, when I want free at last, free at last. (laughs) So I thought. I was free of school, but not free in everything else. If I wanted to eat, (laughs) it was no longer free. If I wanted to go somewhere, not so free. If I wanted to spend money, Now it wasn't free. In school, you lived off your parents. Amen, children. Now I had to get a job. I had to find a way to support my freedom. I was about to learn just how free I was not in this world and what freedom really was or was not. How many can agree with what I'm saying right now? When I got married, I found I was not as free as I was when I was single. Amen. Amen. Somebody know what I'm talking about. When my children were born and and grew up, all I could, I couldn't wait for them to spread their wings so I could be free again. So I thought. When they did spread their wings, they didn't spread them far enough. They left the nest and came back. I worked for four thirty-six thirty-six years looking for freedom. I couldn't wait, so I t- time come to retire. First you count the years, then, then you count the months, then, then, you count the de- then you quit counting. Only to find out retirement is not freedom. Can I get a witness? No matter how free you get, you still ain't free. Whatever you are free from, you pick something else up and find that freedom is not there. Job said, a man born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. I can bear witness. There's always something we're struggling to be free from. Something ties you up or things tie you down. But Whatever it is, God gives you the strength to live another day. He gives you strength to be made free from the things of this world. But this freedom must start in the mind. Our faith, trust, and reliance must be on Jesus. Now let's look at how Jesus addressed them in, in John 8. Again in verse 38. Then said Jesus unto them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall you know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. In our freedom, we must lift him up to know who he is. Jesus then was talking about his crucifixion. First they would crucify him, then they would know him and who he is. In fact, it says in Matthew 27, 54, Now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. Jesus also said, If I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Now look at verse 29. And... He that sent me is with me. The Father had not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. Jesus said in another passage, he said, I came not down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. The Father sent Jesus, but never left him alone. And Jesus never left doing the work of the Father. In all our trials, in all our tribulations, in all our mishaps, in all that we have done that we should not have done, God has never left us. God has kept us. Can we say we've done the same? Verse 30 says, and he spake these words, many believed on him. Jesus is waiting and expecting us to believe on him today. He came that we might have life. He came to give us the freedom we need and the freedom we're looking for. Some people are sick because their mind is not free. Some people are not free because they will not believe. We need to be free from the bondage we put ourselves in. Amen. Then Jesus then said Jesus for, to those which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. He's saying the same thing to us today. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. It is not enough to receive his word. We must retain what we receive and walk in it. This is how the true freedom comes that we need. The true test of Christian character is to continue in what you have received and believed during any trial and tribulation. Now, look at this next verse. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. In order to be free, you first must know the truth. A person accused and convicted of something is made free from the truth being made known. First, we are freed from the slavery of sin by Christ. Romans says, For sin shall not have dominion over you. James 1.25 said, But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty, which is freedom, and continue therein, he be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. The freedom we need comes from the word. What is truth? Thy word is truth. The truth makes you free. It does not set you free. Set means to put or place. It means to regulate or adjust. The freedom given to us is not placed, regulated, or adjusted to us. Freedom that is set is without effort or consequence and does not last. But when the truth makes you free, make means to bring about, to form or construct, to cause, to be, or become. To make something free will cost something. Our freedom was bought with a price. It cost Jesus his life. John 8, 36 said this, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Galatians 5, 1 says, Stand fast therefore in the liberty where Christ has made you free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. If God delivers you from something, don't go back and get entangled into it. Where is your entanglement? Is it in the mind? Are you stuck in yesterday's problems? Did you get the memo? Whatever it is, can you do something about it? Do you talk to God about it? Or just to somebody else? Let me leave these scriptures with you. Romans 6 and 7 said. For he that, is free, he that is dead is freed from sin. This can be said two ways. If you die to self, you have been freed from the sin of self. If you have physically died, you are freed from committing sin. Romans 8 and 2 says, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. We were born in sin or with this nature, but because of Jesus, we are freed from this sinful nature by being born again in him. Romans 6, 18 through 22. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. We now serve righteousness and not sin. This is why we can say I am the righteousness of God. Verse 19 says, I speak after the manner of men because of the the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. We don't want to be free of righteousness. We want to be free of sin. Sin brings death. Righteousness brings life. What fruit had ye within in those things whereof ye were now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and becoming servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. With that, my time is up, and I thank you for yours.